I-V-M. Hey everybody, welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. Wow, we're dealing with some stuff, aren't we? The COVID-19 scare we're facing in India and the world has, well, you know, I mean, like it's really changed our lives, hasn't it? But it's also seriously impacted our ability to create podcasts and to get them out to you on schedule. Over the next few weeks, I'd like to ask for your patience if episodes are delayed or postponed. We're also going to be doing many other recordings remotely, like this one, for example, right? And sound quality is going to be a little uneven while we're facing this time, right? If you want to listen to discussions about COVID, we have had conversations on Cider Says, the Prakati Podcast, Thalia All Things Policy, The Apple Coach, and other shows as well, right? So, I mean, like, uh, please do continue to stay tuned, and we will be talking about this stuff, and we'll be talking about life in general. also want to thank our sponsors this week, HDSC Life and Paytm Money. So let's get on with this, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Our today's guest believes having an awesome life is easy. All you have to do is identify and create the right habits, routines, and rituals, and that will make all of us awesome. Easier said than done. His name sounds like he's a doctor, but technically he is not. Ashton Doctor is a popular podcaster with IVM Podcast. His show is called The Habit Coach. The Habit Coach is a labor of love born out of his insatiable thirst for knowledge and a desire to share and change lives. You can follow him on Instagram at Ashton Doc and also follow his YouTube channel Awesome 180. I'm going to start my conversation with Ashton right after this break. Remember the last vacation you took? What about the one you took 3 years ago? Okay, how much do you really remember? It's a question I've asked myself often over a decade of traveling the world. Hey, I'm Utsav and I do not travel the world for a living. I have a full-time job and responsibilities, but I have made traveling the world a priority. Priority enough that I negotiate extra leave in my job contracts, obsessively track my frequent flyer miles, and I'm willing to take off at the sight of a cheap ticket. Yes, I am cheap. I have lived and worked in 3 countries. I understand human behavior for a living, and these experiences have given me unique insights into places, people, and culture. With over a decade of travel behind me, I increasingly realized one thing that we cannot see everything. So whatever we see, we must see deeply. Because as the film of memory decays, The imprints which will stand the test of time are the ones felt by the immersion of the senses, not by fleeting encounters with them. Postcards from nowhere is an immersion into the world of slow travel, one story at a time. Tune in every Thursday on the IVM Podcasts app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy and excited to analyze a habit coach's handwriting. I am super scared. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so do you have any question before I begin? How do you do this? It's so interesting. Like what are the aspects that you're looking at? So anything to do with personality. Okay. Anything to do with how you think, how you make choices, why you think the way you think. Mm-hmm. All of that is included as as an overall idea of who you are. Okay. And uh with your expertise i can definitely use that any thought that you think again and again mm-hmm. becomes a pattern correct right and that's what builds habit and behavior and personality right now that comes on the paper because for your mind it is one of the expressions mm. it is not that you're thinking and writing and none of that mm. you know people think that if i think and write 
I might uh, exhibit a different kind of personality. Correct. Doesn't work like that. Actually, whatever is happening within your mind comes out, whether you are aware or not. In fact, one of the tools we use is called free flow writing, yes, right? Which is yes. where you just like think, and you don't think, and you just write. And that is exactly what I tell people when Correct. they create a sample of handwriting before being analyzed. Hmm. Because you do not have to think. You, if you put a thought... And it's not about copying something and then those thoughts. Not at all. Right. Also, not even memorizing. Mm. If you have a poem or something that you really like, mm. you don't memorize that and write it. Right. You just like become yourself. Fascinating. Yes. <laughs> so what would you like to know about yourself? Oh, I have no clue. You can ask any question. I normally never think of these kind of things about what do I want to know about myself. Because... Uh, Either it comes out in terms of like the introspection that we do in the morning. Right. So like, uh, okay, I don't know. Why am I doing what I'm doing? So as a person, when you... No, not graphology. Like why am I doing the habit coaching and all of that? As, I'm as, talking about that. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that you always loved mm. from childhood mm. is listening to people, observing people mm-hmm. and and putting things into a pattern, like mm. decoding things, mm. is your thing. Okay. Like if you get a puzzle, if you, uh, if if someone, some situation you're confronted with that you're not aware of, that is your favorite space to be in. Mm. And then being able to fi- derive your interpretation of it, and being able to replicate that experience is something that you truly, truly enjoy. Now, if we take these behavioral patterns, and I'm specifically looking at your observational skills. Mm. Like you would tell people things about themselves that they wouldn't know. But you wouldn't observe them, obviously, mm. probably the way I would do. Mm. You would do it a, by by absorbing things mm. as a person. Mm. And when you're constantly absorbing different information, in your mind you are analyzing and assessing it. And being a habit coach, you can also discern what is the best thing for you to do. What works for you. And you're extremely objective. Uh, your close ones hate that about you mm. that you're truly truly objective you would tell them what is black and what is white mm-hmm. but that's what you do mm-hmm. you love to see things and you put yourself through that process again and again if something you do is incorrect you would change it and you would change it no matter how painful it is interesting so building a habit requires I believe all these skill sets like for example observing yourself closely or making sure that you put yourself through this regime or or uh, a decision that you have made mm-hmm. and then making sure that you stay on it. Correct. Now, consistency, which is a, as, as an important part of habit building, is something that you definitely have built over a period of time. It's not something that came naturally, but you were determined and every day you make a choice to remain uh, the, the follower of the habits that you pick up. I think that is commendable. Thank you. For somebody who it is not natural, it's a choice and most of us do not make that choice and that's why we don't have habits. And from the handwriting, would you be able to see an, an evolution that would have happened in my life as well? I can definitely see what is natural to you mm-hmm. and where, how far have you gone from that natural. Okay. So for example, um, you can lose your temper quickly, okay. but you work at it every now and then. So that's those initial moments of losing temper, you, you have observed them very well and you kind of keep working at it. Now, do you have the trait of losing temper? Yes. But does that mean you lose temper? Mostly not. Like it really takes a lot for you to be angry and lose your calm. Now, how is that built? That is your overall journey that you have taken almost every day Hmm. over the years. So like, it's it's, it's interesting. So like, if I asked you a random question, like, who am I? Would you Uh, be able to get an answer like that? That's a spiritual question. 
No, I, I understand that. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting one. I'll tell you where I'm coming from. Yes. So when I used to go for therapy, like a few years ago, the therapist asked me this very interesting thing. She said, so who are you? And I was like, what do you mean by who I am? I am so and so and so and so. So she was like, no, like, who is really you? And I, And she was like, remember earlier on, you were exactly what your parents wanted to be. Then you were what your wife wanted to be. Now that you are not married anymore, who are you going to be? And mm. I was like, I had no clue who I was. So I was wondering, is there something that can come out from handwriting as an aspect like that? So this is my favorite line. I believe personality is a suggestive. Mm. You know, the very moment we start making them solid, mm. uh, we conclude something about ourselves and that is death. Mm. The very moment you have concluded, I am this. Mm. That means that now you're confined by that idea. I love it. And then if you're confined, Correct. then you're dead. Yeah. Right? If you're not constantly changing, if you're, if you're not, not con- constantly growing. And if you're not experimenting with yourself, what's the point of like calling yourself a person? I Absolutely. Feel we are alive because we are trying things differently. Hmm. Now, when we are talking about personalities, hmm. there are certain things we try every now and then. Hmm. Like comfort food, we Mm. have comfort zone, comfort Mm. thinking, comfort patterns. Mm. And that's what you call your personality. Mm. So if if you are asked to do something which is not your comfort, Mm. and if you walk those five steps, that's exactly what we want to do to improve, enhance, go to the next level, Mm. which people struggle with. So it's interesting. So your comforts are what you default to. Yes. And those are the aspects that you are. Aspects that you would look at Mm -hmm. and then I would definitely being a coach, I would Mm. push people to do things differently. Mm. For example, in your case, if Mm. I have to really look at that one thing. Mm. So before you start anything Mm. and pretty much anything, you put in a lot of time doing research, Mm. right? Mostly people would look at it and say, oh, great thing. You are, you know, well uh, read, you know about things and you are a research oriented person. Mm. But what you compromise on mm. is your gut feel. Mm. Like you are also very observant and intuitive. Mm. But you would compromise that keeping the information and research in mind. So you would prioritize what comes from outside in mm. instead of following what you already know. And then you would, you know, take all that time, go through the churn mm. and then make your decision. What if we have to reduce the process? Mm. Now, this is your comfort zone, what I just described. Mm. If we have to break that process, I would say, what if you do one thing, you know, once a week, deliberately, only because we want to try it. Mm. But you say, okay, instead of going through the researched way, I'm going to let myself decide without using the same pattern. Mm. That is questioning. So the very moment we pick up moments and we say, okay, can I question this? Can I question that? We experiment to know what is true for us. Mm. You know, the whole idea of personality as as you, you have looked at habits so strongly Personality is what we are told we are mm. many a times. Mm. You know, my mom told me I'm like this. So I think about it. I say, okay, probably. Correct. And my teacher told me I'm a good girl because I do this. So I Absolutely. repeat that behavior. It's programmed. So you're programmed completely. Mm. So how do you know who you are? And that who you are has to be built by, especially for adults, we have to experiment to know who we are. Mm. You know, that default mechanism is something that we get frustrated with. Correct. Like at 35, 40, we go through this like, oh my God, why I was like this? And, you know, I'm not that person anymore. I have to have something new. No, you don't have to have something new. You just have to have yourself back. Correct. Which you lost in all these labeling and all these uh, conditioned ideas. So after that, therapist told me about who, who you, you are. are yeah. So we were discussing New Year resolutions. Oh, yeah. Right? So I had three New Year resolutions at that point of time. One is a fitness resolution. We'll keep to the side. The other two were fail at everything. Wow. Okay. okay. And the second one was do all of these. We should not be doing these things 
things. So every time my programming said that, are you sure you should be doing this? Do it. Very good. So this just threw me out of my comfort zone like nobody's business, right? right? And so what was your experience like? It was mind-blowing. You didn't end up actually failing at too many things, mm-hmm. right? Because you learned the process along the way. But I would just, like, somebody said that we are going out here. Do you want to come? And my mind would be like, are you sure you should, should be doing this? Just do it. Yeah. And you ended up meeting so many interesting people. Mm-hmm. You ended up completely changing your exposure to the world. And very often we're just living in this small bubble, right? Yeah. And this bubble is either the stuff that we've created for ourselves or people have created for us. It's almost like Netflix constantly looking at your history and deciding what you should yeah. watch. Yeah. Like when would you explore something that you have no clue you would like? I love going to somebody else's house and watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, Shh, I didn't know these things existed. Yeah, and their history is so different. <laughs> like so different. We should actually have this. Yeah. Netflixology. <laughs> Like look oh, at your analyze. Netflix and analyze somebody <laughs> by their Netflix account. <laughs> so, um, one more point I wanted to make looking at your handwriting. Hmm. That when you learn something, hmm. you know, I find learnability is is kind of a... It's, it's not something people enjoy a lot. Hmm. People want to learn things that they are again comfortable with. Hmm. And then they want to learn from people outside. Hmm. So, they want to learn something so that... Social media would like it. My my family would like it. My friends would find it cool. When you learn something, you you do a lot of questioning. Mm. And that's, that's uncomfortable in how. Like very few people I have met who would go through that length of questioning. So when you question something, like mm. I feel people miss this part. The most important part of learning something new is unlearning. Mm. Which means throwing whatever is working for you out of the window. Mm. And then objectively going back to your objectivity perspective uh, picking something that would work for you in the future mm. and with that thing in mind it's commendable because not everybody have that courage to look at mm. things which are uh, working for them or you just uh, say I don't know I don't know when you truly don't know mm. I'm saying imagine something is working for you a regime is working for Correct. you uh, a skill that is working for you mm. throwing that out of the window mm. I think that is difficult mm, mm. for most of us. Correct. We don't want to do that. You know, yeah. we are like, okay, this 30% I have figured out. I don't want to question that. Mm. Let me question, go and question the 70%. Mm, but you're mm. like, no, 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 no. Why not that 30%? Mm. And I can imagine how difficult it is for people around you to look at that. Mm. They're like, no, but we said this process. We were okay with it. Why are we going back and looking at that? Mm. Didn't we agree with it? Mm. You know, so many times people love your rigor to question things mm. in your own life. Mm. They don't like it when it comes to mm. overall mm. as when a group, it as a team. Other people. Yes, because, mm. you know, they, all of us want to have comfort zone in our lives mm. and other people's, you know, in our relationships. So mm. people want to put us into different boxes. Mm. If you keep moving from one box to another, mm. people are like, no, but I put you into that box. Mm. Why are you changing? Mm. Because for them, they have to reevaluate everything. Yeah. So. In fact, it's so, it's so funny because people who know me know that I am not the same person every year. Yeah. Right, and they just keep they keep telling me about this, but like you know, yeah. and, and I was like, well, why should I be the same person I was every year? There's so many experiences that you learn, and, and I I think we do that to people for our own comfort. Mm. Like most misunderstandings that people talk about, even in relationships, is when the spouse is changing beyond their capacity to deal with it. The team member or the boss is changing beyond their ab- ability to adapt to that that behavior, and yeah. I think this is where. We need to take a pause and question. Like if we really trust in people around us and if they are changing, are we really willing to be 
the recipient of the change hmm. and i think you make sure everybody is on that coaching program all the time ha be fluid <laughs> that's the only way to be around you no. if they are not fluid you're like okay hmm. uh, i don't know how to deal with you guys i'm going to be fluid any which way correct yeah and again coming back hmm. fluidity is not your natural tendency is what i'm saying hmm. so thereby it takes lot of work to be fluid hmm. which is again very very interesting in fact i was doing one introspective exercise mm-hmm. so there was a hypnotherapist who come down mm-hmm. so she he was like why don't we do this together so i said cool and one of the things that i wrote down in that hypnotherapy session was i am water and i was like i can crash i can become solid i can become fluid i can turn into steam i can nurture i can and the whole thought was about how you change states and become fluid mm-hmm. and i know that's not a natural state for me so it was something that i wanted to inculcate and grow and learn be water You yeah. know, apart from like what Bruce Lee said, but yes, like I was about to say, like, yeah, be like water, with, my friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the idea was like, how do you become fluid? And nice, interesting. Yeah. So I, definitely, that fluidity is uh, a learned behavior and and cultivated behavior. Hmm. I love cultivated behaviors. Hmm. I think uh, all of us are born with whatever behavior we are given with, and personalities and genes and all of that conditioning, hmm. and then at some moment. we have this moment of making a choice in life mm. and some people take it mm. and some people do not Correct. i'm so glad you have taken and it's interesting because even in my in my work people keep saying are it's in my genes yeah genetics hai yeah, genetics yeah, yeah. hai and there's this whole new field called epigenetics that's coming yes, out yes. which says that your genes mean rubbish it only counts the color of your hair and maybe your eyes but apart from that everything else is fluid and it's all dependent on the environment that that the genes express themselves and you can change the environment you can change the way your genes express themselves and that's exactly what this and is and the environment part is so important like yeah. while building your characteristics most of the time people believe i'm going to think a thought enough mm. and then it's going to change me mm. it does not happen because it's not solid and you cannot count on it mm. but the very moment you put things outside in your environment and to give that feedback every day correct things start changing yeah mm. you have to put on your gym pants if you want to become someone who goes to the gym yeah Right, you can hang around them. in your pajamas. <laughs> at least keep them like outside. First thing in the morning, you look at, and then you like get into it. Correct. No, so one of the simplest habits of for getting into your a gym routine in is just wear your shoes. Oh. मतलब like if if you're sitting at home and watching TV after that चलेगा. But at least you worn Where? your gym shoes, you worn your gym clothes. Uh, so now you become the kind of person that. I was having a conversation with a friend mm. uh, over breakfast mm. just now mm. that uh, when I wa- I'm addressing a crowd, mm. uh, I love to wear my heels. Mm. every time and you know, mm. that's like a thing i get into mm. but sometimes i do it online program and mm. one day in the middle of the night mm. it was happening in the us mm. so i was like uh, gearing up for it and i wore my heels and i was walking in the house i'm like and my my spouse is like okay what's happening here why are you walking in heels it's mm. 12:30 and i'm like yeah i know i know i'm noisy but i have to because that's how i get into my zone of like being a speaker so yeah yeah so um What question would you like to ask me? Okay, a random one, not not about me, but like, do I need to improve my handwriting? Uh, if you want to improve something about yourself, yes, why not? So that's an interesting way of looking at it, huh? Yeah, it is something where you do not have to cognitively look at things and think about it too much. Mm. You actually give yourself that space, a breather. Mm. You go and let your body take over. Mm. What I was talking about, you know, how a thought can't be hold and you cannot create a habit. Mm. What if you can actually use your body, mm. uh, in this case, handwriting, and mm. use that as a mechanism to change something about your thinking? So I have a friend who has her formal handwriting and who has her. note taking handwriting and your friend would have her uh, public persona mm. 
and a normal persona. Interesting. Is it true? Right? I'm sure she would. Yes. <laughs> you fact, would know. You would observe that because we believe that we have two different scripts or three different scripts is mm. because we believe that when I'm in public, I mm. must behave like this. Mm. When I'm at home, I must, you know, I behave like this. So mm. people carry those persona. Mm. I think people who are presenters, uh, stand-up comedians also mm. call it like a pers- public persona building. Mm. Yeah. They have this exercise. So they say as a public persona, as a comedian, I have like this straight. Yeah. Whereas as a person, I'm not. Mm. I think we do that all the time. Mm. And that comes out in our handwriting. How interesting. What's your signature? Signature is a public image. Mm. What so, does my signature say? So your signature and if as, as you can look at it, mm. it's very similar to your handwriting. Mm. Now that is uh, something people avoid doing, believing mm. that uh, you know somebody can uh, forge the signature and all of that. Mm. But fundamentally, the way you are as a person, mm. you're willing to be that when you're in public. Mm. And that means no matter how messed up you are in your mind, you're okay, you're willing to be that. Mm. Uh, that has uh, put you into different situations, but you're okay doing that. You're like, I don't want to ha- wear a mask mm. and pretend to be somebody I'm not. Mm. And that is the point in your signature. When your signature is very much like your handwriting, that means as a person, you can present yourself uh, more honestly. Mm. Now, some people say that, mm. that I cannot do it because my work demands that. Some people would say that, oh, my family would not accept me. Mm. Now, they have their own reasons to be someone else and mm. nothing wrong, nothing right. It's mm. just that this is who you are. Correct. You prefer and you have chosen to be more of who you are. Mm. So. Interesting. And what are the things like looking at my handwriting, what are the elements I need to change? What do I need to tweak about me? Most important thing that I would look at is I cannot call it lazy, Mm. but you get bored quickly. Mm. Like, you know, something that you have learned enough from that project, that information. Mm. Then if it is not rendering new challenges for you to Mm. stay engaged, Mm. you switch off. Mm. I think that is one thing where uh, you might have to look at it. Mm. So if you have to recreate even your habit, you have to create something in it as a feedback mechanism. It has to feed you. Mm. It has to be being interesting. Interesting. And Mm. that interesting, I feel, is a perspective. Mm where the whole struggle of remaining water Mm. uh, comes from. Mm. So if you look at it and we say, okay, what if it did not stay interesting? What if I change my perspective to it and I can flow? Mm. That could be the thing I would like to work on through handwriting because this is where the interesting is a perspective, right? Mm. What is interesting for you today was not interesting five years ago and before that. Correct. So if we change your idea of interesting Mm. and appealing Mm. and, you know, must give that feedback to me as a perspective, Mm can probably create a different space for you to flow in. Interesting. That's That I feel is like the the one thing that ma- comes to my mind. If mm. you have something else, we can definitely look at so it. So when you were reading this, were you reading what I've written or were you only looking at the, at the, at the letters? I honestly avoid reading whatever is written because huh? I get influenced by the story or Correct. the conversation and I want to address that. Right. So I have trained my eye not to, to read anything. It. Yeah, huh? Not to read anything and look at it like some graph. Hmm. Graphology, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was In something. Fact, so many people's handwritings are like a graph, right? You know, my dad's signature is just like mountain, 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 mountain. So that mountain, mountain, mountain also means that over analytical thinking. Like mm. if they're like sharp moves, mm. over analytical thinking. Mm. So, you know, you adapted that your analytical part comes from your dad's way of looking at things and the mm. quick way of thinking. I don't want to analyze your dad. So, but mm. that's what, yeah, <laughs> but that's, no, I don't want to make a, a random comment. Yeah, generalization. Mm. But this is what happens when you have a lot of sharp points. Mm. Like Hitler had a lot of sharp points mm. and it's not the aggression, but mm. also how intelligent he was. Mm. He observed things and he was like a quick learner, very analytical. So 
you always can derive things from other people's writing interesting trump so, signature trump trump signature yes hmm. uh, i don't know what analytical i think i have to like analyze it <laughs> <laughs> I used to love it because his signature was the shape of skyscrapers. Yeah, mm. yeah. So he's he's like, oh, this is what I want to become mm. when I grow up. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. Anything else? Are you pondering on right now? Something that you are looking at? I can probably uh, speak about it. No, as in like like future things, like what is going to happen to the world, that kind of things, or like. No, no, not Trump thing. Huh. Just <laughs> like. <laughs> like World War Three. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> i think i think right now you know how every time in life we are like uh, thinking about certain things what kind of questions typically do you get asked uh most of the time about the current upheaval current uh, pondering space current introspection so anything to do with that okay uh um, you know like new year something that you thought about hmm. on 31st you said okay this year i want to think about this hmm. where does okay interesting where does self doubt keep coming up where does it come from mm, or where is there anything around self doubt that you see in this yes mm. self doubt is uh, your comfort thought mm. like uh, most of the time the idea of self mm. is built early on mm. and this is outside in unfortunately how mm. people treated us how they looked at us and what feedback we gave to ourselves of that situation mm. so when you uh, as a child you genuinely questioned yourself a lot so now you question things but it began with questioning yourself now after building that idea of self and now after going through so many experiences and regimes and training you have accepted many parts of you many many parts of you but when you get pushed in a direction that you don't wish to go you start questioning that self to begin with that is self doubt mm. and in your case it would be something very very quiet in front of the mirror mm. so people when they meet you they would never see it mm. because it is not an expressed self doubt mm. and anything where you feel you're doubtful you work at it so people won't be able to see it for you it is only in that internal internalization process or while looking into the mirror and talking to yourself mm. that just creeps in and that kind of colors mm. now definitely i can see you have a mechanism to disengage with it mm. it's a very well trained mechanism mm. so you fight that process mm. of falling into self doubt mm. but it comes in but with so much training that i would have done to myself has that made me like anal strict for sure strict for sure so thereby you're unforgiving towards yourself so if you fall mm. you're like but how could i mm. and then you get up and then if you something goes wrong mm. so okay let's look at it okay when people are perfectionists mm. they refrain themselves from falling mm. that's not you mm. you would fall mm. and then you would like crib and mm. then you would like fight mm. and then you would get up mm. so this constant need of resurrecting yourself mm. is what i'm talking about mm. because if you don't do that the self doubt creeps in mm. so you have to constantly stay that you know so every day uh like gajni how mm. he looked into the mirror and he reminded himself of so many things mm. you do that mm. now many a times people accept their self doubt and never bother to like recreate themselves mm. but you do mm. and this is where the the process comes in mm. but if you don't do it mm. you have this feeling what if i fall back so you're very 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 harsh on yourself mm. and it is required mm. according to you mm. interesting but don't most people also think about um in the mornings who they are what they want to be or do people just completely bypass that do you do you do that 
I do it also because I'm a coach. Hmm. So I think we are one category and hmm. we are like somebody they should like put into jail or something. <laughs> You're not evaluating <laughs> <laughs> because we can evaluate anything and everything. But I believe uh, most of the time people avoid it. Hmm. People, you know how uh, people have regimes hmm. and and ways of getting up hmm. and not thinking. Hmm. and not falling into any trap where the mind can take over mm. so we do it because we want to avoid distraction we give ourselves the excuse that i was busy and i had to finish it and i had to go to work whatever yeah. but we avoid thinking we do not want to do the activity but you know mm. you do that activity you mm. build yourself you would have introspective mornings or you would like make sure that you give yourself that uh, space to choose mm. and yeah. that that is a choice making space interesting nice mm-hmm. I have I have a question. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So when you are following your habits hmm. constantly and and going through it, hmm. when do you know when to change a habit? Very interesting. So what I do is, so the first thing is that uh, you have to be comfortable feeling sometimes with your habits. So what I do is, it's not like the way that we talk about twenty one days in a row. Hmm. So the way I've created it is, make sure that you don't fail twice in a row. So you don't fail twice in a row. Right, so you did this today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, if you didn't do it, no problem. The world's not going to end. Make sure under any circumstances you do the next day. Okay. So basically, otherwise, what happens is that missing the habit becomes the new habit. habit. Yeah. Correct. So we want to maintain that. When it becomes easy and has become a part of you, then we say, how can we tweak it? Right, because every single habit can have a beginning, advance. intermediate sure. advanced yeah. stage right so that's how we start playing around with it when it becomes a part of you that's when you in fact with my clients i'm the happiest when they said you know nothing yeah nothing's happened right now and then i was <laughs> like okay so tell me what what's, what's happening so this is happening this is happening but i'm not thinking about them so i was like good good hmm? so now it's, it's the time to yeah so now it's the time to do something else okay so I, the idea is patience and give it enough time for the habit to So uh, I recently did a video on resolution, hmm. and I told people that please do not pick up resolutions and then wake up every morning say that oh shit I have to do this oh shit I have to do this. Hmm. So what people must do from your perspective when they are doing habits from this like oh I have to do it I have to do it like hmm. I believe that it is not only what you do but it is very very important how you do how you are as a person when you do something. Correct. So in fact, um, even we don't talk about resolutions because resolutions are more like challenges. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we talk about goals. Okay. And and be like, for example, how we do in the corporate world, which is make a instead of a yearly goal, make it a six monthly goal, make it a quarterly goal, hmm. and then now start tracking yourself from a quarter quarter basis, and then actually start seeing if you're making a change in something or not, hmm. because not everything has to be a full year. You might be running a marathon in Feb. You yep. don't need a year resolution of yep. running. Yep. Correct. You just need it up till that point. So plan out your year according to that. So you should have a general idea of what I want to do, who I want to become, as an upper upper macro thought, and then break it down into what do I need to do for that. Very often we fall into uh, the trap of saying, you know, everyone's running, so I should also be running. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not making a resolution or a goal. that is something that you want to do it's going to fail for sure right so the first thing we talk about is intention i actually believe that intention as an idea is an extension of who you are so mm. if there is a disconnect between who you are and what you understand about that correct then your intentions also won't hold true yeah so i completely agree in fact there's a client who wants me to work with her son 
and i was like yeah but the son doesn't want to work on himself <laughs> like how can i force myself onto this person no 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 you have to so the idea is that only if there's intention from that person's side will i ever be able to work with them otherwise it's like setting myself up for failure sure and half the time we do that we just set each other constantly life up you know? for failure yeah and and only by having wrong intents hmm. which things and wrong goal setting good completely wrong goal setting i i i mostly i talk to people about having an aspect list instead of having a goal list hmm. have an aspect list hmm. because what we think we will achieve by achieving a goal hmm. is the like emotion or the feeling that we want to achieve hmm. and we don't have any connect with it we mm. only talk about where we want to go Correct. we do not know why we want to go there so mm. i believe that goal setting is knowing what you want and why you want it nice tell me a little bit more about this aspect thing so i believe that most of the time goals are outside mm. so you say okay i want to reach this particular destination or achievement but the emotion like for example imagine a person running mm. and both of us are sitting here having a cup of coffee mm. we do not know why the person is running mm. but probably he's running because there's a dog behind hmm. probably he's running because there's a kite in the sky hmm. or he's running because hmm. he's preparing for a marathon hmm. now as a goal hmm. the action remains oh running yes hmm. this these many minutes hmm. not done hmm. but the motive behind the action defines his or her experience of the action hmm. so if you're running away from a dog there's a fear driving you hmm. if you're running towards a kite there's this desire that is driving you hmm. but when you're preparing for a marathon you are observing your breath you are wearing your favorite shoes running because you want to get into the motion mm. this is your choice mm. now the action mm. goal is achieved mm. most of the time but the aspect is not mm. the aspect is also enjoying running mm. aspect is also staying connected and in tune with the the goal that we are setting mm. and that cannot happen if i do not understand who i am mm. it cannot happen if i do not question i think i want this Do I do I truly want it? Correct. And that comes from introspecting, I believe. I Interesting. I never heard the word aspect being used. That's why I was yeah. curious about it. That's my one of my favorite tools. I I can start my every module with aspect list. If you mm. don't have an aspect list, I would sit with you and like make that list before you do anything. Mm. So I believe that. So what are the so what are your aspects as in a person, right? So mm. that's that's what we're looking at. Yes, like something that you truly. Uh, so you write your goals and mm. you say, okay, but why do I want it? Huh. And then you find your aspects. Right. So people say, I want to travel the world. Mm. Why? Correct. Because I want to explore. Correct. Can you explore your city? Yeah, I haven't explored my city. Mm. Oh, so mm. can we begin with exploration as mm. an aspect? Listen, instead of only saying, "Oh, world travel, world travel, world travel." Mm. Like, if I love music and I want to go in concerts, okay. Mm. So, what what is an aspect? Mm. I want to connect to music, mm. and you know that brings something out. Oh, can you listen to music every day to connect to that? Mm. Oh, yeah, I can. So, aspect can be fulfilled most of the time right away. Correct. And then you can explore it to take it to the goal. Hmm. But people just jump on the goal, believing that the goal will feel in, and then they will yeah. feel happy. And half the time, the goal feels makes you feel empty. Yes, hmm. and you know, after achieving that, after putting all these hours, you're like, well, but I'm not enjoying it. No. Not because not because of the goal, but because of you, and because you did not say why you wanted to to get into that that run, anyways. Correct. And a celebratory lunch is still pending, huh? Oh. huh. What's like that? For What's the that? for the habit coach podcast. So oh, like every time. Oh, five hundred episodes. No, 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 five hundred. Bab pre no. We did one sixty episodes, oh, okay. but the celebrity lunch was hitting certain number targets. Oh, okay, oh, uh, goal setting. Oh, we get it. We are looking at Kavita setting, right no. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, done. Mm. Yeah. So that's it Aspects. from my end. Mm. Any question you have? Anything? Mm. I don't know. Uh, the thought I was having was. three things in, that you typically look at when you look at handwriting uh the most important uh 
trigger that person comes alive with hmm. the most important trigger that person feels turned off by hmm. and the driving fear force hmm. you know one is like in your living life hmm. what what turns you on is the most important thing because enhancing that would hmm. make your life happier hmm. reducing the triggers that kind of turn you off hmm. uh, can give you the insight into what you're avoiding hmm. not what doesn't work for you what hmm. you're avoiding and fear i feel is also externally bought idea hmm. i fear this because i'm told to fear this mm. you know authority this mm. that so these are the three most important things i look for naturally and uh, other things i think happen <laughs> in the conversation <laughs> i remember to look for these three things i love the full form of fear false evidence appears real yeah that's so true and that evidence is mostly given by other people more than you inventing it for yourself so after time our brains are like our worst enemy right this is like <laughs> i keep telling my clients it's like you have a beautiful thing what are you doing with it yeah. like why are you just creating your own prisons unnecessarily and then moving from one to another And, because yeah. again the habit no we are like constantly told that's what we mu- we must do and if you are not doing it then mm. you are like being lazy you're not working hard all these ideas like i don't think we come from a culture where you can just sit and enjoy the moment you have to like constantly be at some prison building and prison breaking prison building and prison breaking so this is the hypnotherapist i don't know if you're running out of time but like a nice one so he said that um, what if you had one wish like you know like Any aladdin yeah. or anything okay. what would you do so uh, we were in a group and it was interesting because i think on the group out of 10 people four people said uh free ticket and visa to travel the world i was about to say world travel world travel <laughs> every single one world travel and you're like why to see the world but <laughs> what is yeah but what is stopping you now yeah. no i don't have money i don't have visa i don't have this i don't have that i was like but why did you waste an entire wish on world travel yeah exactly like yeah yeah that's so true and and uh, also this one thing i feel about goal setting i feel like you know we set goals only from a from the prison that we are in right now mm. like i'm stuck here so i will set my goal to get out from here correct like somebody who has like who believes that they don't have enough resources to travel mm. they would kind of keep that as a wish and then they feel my life will be happy the very moment that construct changes mm. you're like yeah but world travel wasn't that much fun huh. freedom happened <laughs> yeah freedom happened. <laughs> that's so true i like right now with all this new stuff i'm excited about 2020 everybody is completely paranoid by 2020 yeah you know like uh, world war 3 is up india is going <laughs> india is going crazy um fires in australia i'm saying there is a changing world aren't you excited um, this is the time to take advantage of everything yeah like why are we so like oh shit Uh, I was just telling you. I'm breathing. No, no, I'm breathing in your your opinion. I'm like, okay, figuring it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Deep that I'm learning how to use a bow and arrow and archery. Just like you know, for World War Three, because like require. in India we don't we can't have guns, so we're going to require this. <laughs> so you are optimistic to another level right now. I'm yeah, like, oh. yeah, like a downturn in the economy is one of the most exciting things because of the time you buy up everything. Oh, very good. Like <laughs> very good. I, I mean, like. Yep, I I I hear you. Then, uh, let let me be the coach and say I hear you. This is lunatic talking about. I can't believe you let him onto my podcast. No, no, no that's okay. Mm. I, I, my job is to be neutral to yeah. anything you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely talking to you. Same, you're so, so fascinating. Much. Thank yeah. you, thank you. I, I Best of luck on your new podcast. Thank you. I didn't expect this conversation to be so free flowing and enjoyable. I thought I'm gonna like. to walk around like you know 
Sometimes it is it's, it's kind of Did that come out from my handwriting? No <laughs> Before I walked in Then I looked at your handwriting And we started talking as you know Lovely Yeah because I saw you just You didn't even look at it I think you just like One, one cursory glance And I was like She hasn't read anything I put so much thought into it Yeah What to do now? But uh, also I believe it's a, it's a good hmm. thing for you Because if I read Then I would like Start analyzing yeah, yeah, no, What I you have written it, yeah. I think it's a very good thing That you yeah. did hmm. Just like Switch hmm. off yeah. Lovely <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much Thank, Thank you, you. You would have noticed some people love habits, routines or even rituals and others, no matter how convinced they are, can't get on with it. While Ashton speaks about how one can create amazing habits, I thought why not to explore your personality type when it comes to habit. Why some people find it difficult, why some people find it easy. Are you an upholder, a questioner, an obliger? Or a rebel. Tune in on Friday to find out what is your personality type. Thank you so much for joining me on Absolutely Right. Happy writing! Manasana gol gappya sarki astat. Hi hello karta na vegri ani bolta na vegri ani gappa marta na vegri. Mitra zali ki vegri ani shatru manun vegri. थोडक्यात दिसणारी वेगळी आणि असणारी वेगळी कधी आंबट कधी गोड कधी तिखट तर कधी चमचमीत आणि कधी कधी हॉट अँड स्पायसी सुद्धा आणि म्हणूनच गप्पा सॉरी सॉरी गोल गप्पा विथ तृप्ती खामकर फक्त तुमच्यासाठी दर बुधवारी आय व्ही एम पॉडकास्टच्या ऍपवर वेबसाईटवर किंवा युट्यूब चॅनलवर सुद्धा ऐकू शकता तुम्ही आमचा पॉडकास्ट वेगवेगळ्या पॉडकास्ट प्लॅटफॉर्म ऐकू शकता फक्त सर्च करा गोल गप्पा विथ तृप्ती खामकर आणि आमचा पॉडकास्ट ऐकत राहा Look up in the internet it's a meme no it's a cat video no it's the geek fruit podcast that's right we interrupt this riveting broadcast to tell you about our show the geek fruit podcast where tejas dinkar and i jishnu talk about everything in pop culture including dc marvel star wars netflix and everything in between you know how your friends hate it when you ramble about some nerdy crap and you just want somebody to listen to you well sorry there's nothing we can do about that but come listen to us ramble and it'll almost be like the real thing kind of Listen to new episodes of the Geek Fruit podcast every Monday and the Geek Fruit Bulletin every Thursday on iTunes, Google Podcasts, the IVM app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, you nerds.